guys, welcome to Mental Health Hour, the podcast, episode six. I'm Kat. I'm Kayla. And this is your news. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist that. <laughs> um, thanks to everyone for their kind messages. Um, apologies, we haven't been on. We had a break of a week there. Um, life got the better of us. But we're back. We're back with a vengeance. We are. We are. You're ready. So ready. You're so ready. Okay. That's good. That's good. Right. Well, um, a couple of weeks back, one of our teams was pets and mental health. And something I definitely have a lot to say on. As usual. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say it, but I'm glad you did. As usual. Yeah, pets. I suppose the first thing to do is read out some of the tweets we got. Kind of the the angle we took on it was how they benefit our mental health um but i suppose then you also have like the roles that they play in people's lives and you know there's literally dogs working on the front line like so there's all different things isn't there Mm. that you can do with dogs but um some of the tweets we got in uh one was from at kt mummy and she said um i couldn't walk properly for at least six months after my trauma he used to fetch the post for me and drop it next to me it's lovely, isn't it's cute, it? Yeah. yeah, it's very cute. Um, DB Psychology Services then commented on that, on that said, saying what? Saying my mum, my mum's dog gets her post every morning for her. Why can't you do that? That'd be very handy. Because I'm not a postman. <laughs> <laughs> or a dog? You should have said that. Or a dog. Well, I've been called worse. Mike Douglas, um, he has a cat, and he said um, it helps to calm him down and center him. Um, the cat has stopped himself harming before by rubbing against his leg, which distracts That's him. Class. Mm. Yeah. See, I hate this when people say really nice things about a pet. And then I'm like, see, now I don't want to say what I was going to say because I'll feel bad. Go on, throw it out. I really don't like cats. You don't like cats? No. Sure, there must be something wrong with you. No, they, they are a little bit scary. Like, Not that I'm afraid of them, but my mum had a cat. And you know this story, so don't look at me like I'm lying. You mean the kitten? No, it's, it, it was a kitten, but it's a cat now. What, you give it miracle grow? No. It hates me. It does not hate it you. It hates me. Even my mother laughs. It's an evil cat. It is an evil cat. I swear to God, I'm convinced of it. You know, Brian or my mum will sit down beside the cat and he'd be all like, oh yeah, and rubbing their leg with his head and, you know, he's a really lovely cat. And then I'd be like, all right, okay, this isn't so bad. And I'll go in for a little rub. Oh my God, what's his problem? He turns into <laughs> a ninja cat. No, it's not funny. It's he brilliant. S- no, he swipes from my face with his nails out and everything. No way. I swear to God. He hides in shopping bags and will peep out the corner at you and go... What do, you mean, do you mean he's playing in shopping bags? Well, he doesn't play with anybody else like the way he plays with me. <laughs> Is that what no, I just don't like them. They're fast. The, l- like that. the last time, right, that I was in your mum's house, right, yeah. in Brian's, I remember, I couldn't figure out why, but you had the strangest way of going out the door I've <laughs> ever seen in my life, and it was afterwards I realised why. Okay, so, there was this cat, right, which at the time I just knew was the house cat, sitting on the door saddle at one side of the door, right? So <laughs> Kayla had to go from the kitchen to the living room. I've never seen, it was like something from a Spider-Man film, with, like, the flat part for <laughs> foot on the wall, and she's you sliding. You don't understand about that cat. I mean, you saw the cat that day. Oh, he's lovely. And he is lovely. But when it's just me, Katrina, he's not lovely. I don't know. He didn't do anything to you that day now, Kayla. Are you lying? 
the way he was sitting at the door <laughs> looking at me as much as to say, oh, and I dare you, turn your back for one split second. Are you trying to tell me it was his body language? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. He his... was there with one paw out staring at me. Come on, like, my mum has another cat. Ransom. And what, does he give you the middle Oreo. finger or something? No. They're lovely cats. They actually are. They're nice cats and we get along great. But this particular one, his name is Charm. I don't know. He has a serious problem with me. What's with the name Ransom, by the way? Is that in case he gets lost? If you need it him back, you can say I Ransom. Actually, no, I, it actually, that cat ran away and my mother's still not over it. So really? So can't talk about it yet. Oh God, let's hope she's not listening yeah, to this song. Oops. Whoo, let's just sweep past that one. Um, Alison Farmer was saying then that she finds taking her dog for a walk is a great way of meeting people and an icebreaker. Yeah, I can see that. Totally, like, because to be honest, I prefer to address the dogs anyway. I'm like, hey, how are you? Yeah, like, are you waiting for the dog to say, grand thanks, how are you? Well, they do, but like, no. like the cat, it's not verbal. It's like, hey, how's it going? Thanks for, thanks for noticing me. So you laughed and you were making a joke out of me when I said it was about the cat's body language, but when you said it, it's grand. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, you were owned there now. I was owned, yeah. to be fair. I was like, but no, dogs are just, I don't know. I, I'm a cat and a dog lover, right? Bring yeah. a ferret near me now, we have a difference to get the yeah. fish. Which, no. to be fair, um, I can't, I'm trying to think of, oh yeah, it is me and my mental health matter, actually, guinea pigs. I couldn't touch a guinea pig. Really? Oh my God. Did you have a hamster? I did not. You're joking oh, right, me. Okay. I had a hamster. His name was Gizmo and my cousin threw him down the stairs. It was awful. That's awfully traumatising for anyone listening. I know. Was it? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, we just threw no, him down the stairs there. No, he was fine. There. Like, no, like he didn't just grab the oak and throw him down. It was in a little like, do you know the hamster ball things? That <laughs> yeah. Now, to be fair, my cousin was only four, but I still never forgave him for it. And no. he went, oh, here, go for a spin. Yeah. And it ran downstairs. Oh, no. Proper true, it, like, launched it. Stop, Kayla. Yeah, now, that's awful. The hamster was grand-like, but still, I mean, violent tendencies are what-like. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is, yeah, that's shocking out. It's but pretty bad. But it was bad, my like. hamster, and I was always too afraid to touch it. I never actually touched it, and it was my own hamster. Oh, my God. I couldn't. I just don't like them. I think, like, even, like, I had a cousin, and the hamster got out of the cage. Oh, to this yeah, day... No. <sighs> has not been found oh, now where did that go do you know what I mean but how could you go to bed knowing that oh, there's a well if something no. touched my feet in bed good luck to you oh god I nearly cursed there at the front of it no I couldn't no couldn't cope with it couldn't cope with it couldn't uh, Kevin Foley then he tweeted in and it was a picture of his dog Sadie and it was the funniest thing oh, I've ever that. seen yeah. now Sadie is quite a big lady isn't she <laughs> and she was sitting right with her head the other way but apparently whenever he says the word walkies she gets pure tick Oh, she doesn't like walkies? No. Okay. No, really hates really? it. Like, yeah, really hates it. She just does not want to cooperate. It's like, do you know what? No, you go. Let me know how it is. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's it. It was a really funny picture, though. I remember looking yeah. at it. I was, I was weak laughing. It was, it was very good. <laughs> um, yeah, so just, oh my God, there was so many nice, like, pictures sent in. And mm. it was a real good, feel good factor, doesn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a lovely hour. Um, I remember last year as well, we had a pet hour. Yeah. Um, and that hour was one of the only hours so far that trended. Mm. last year and that was like when we just first started and it trended in Ireland and that was gas that was that was funny it was funny people loved our pets yeah they do they really do of course they do that's actually going on to the next point that I have and you're going to like this I think you're going to find it interesting right scared okay no, go ahead there was a study done right it's so funny when these things happen because we don't I suppose to tell you we don't talk about what we're going to talk about together before we record the podcast no so Katrina was like, oh yeah, I'm going to talk about pets. And then all my notes are about pets and I just love it when a plan comes together. Beautiful. Fantastic. Anyways, the study I found, right, was that people have more empathy 
for dogs than they have for other people. Really? Yes. Isn't that weird? Where was that done? Yeah, I'm going to tell you now. It was done by the Northeastern University in Boston, right? And what they did was they made a fake newspaper. Right, right? okay. They gave it to people who were participating in the study. So the fake newspaper were about victims being attacked. All different ages, all different types of victims, right? So there was a baby, an adult, a puppy, and a dog. Oh. Right? The reaction to the baby and the puppy and the dog were similar. But the adult received considerably less empathy. No way. I swear to God. I found it so interesting. And it's based on what? Being murdered? No, attacked. Attacked. So basically, there would be a news article, 30-year-old male attacked in wherever, um, and it would have pictures and stuff, and people just kind of like, all right, and scanned over. I suppose because we're so desensitised. I was just going to say, is it that we're desensitised? I think so, and that's worrying. That is worrying. And I suppose, obviously, the baby and the puppy and the dog, the one thing that ties them together is kind of a vulnerability. Uh, oh, kind you of know, a cute factor. Kind of, they can, kind of, well, they can mind themselves, but, you know, it's not like they can warn off an attacker. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe people feel like the adults should have. I don't know. It's just interesting. Very, yeah. very interesting. I wouldn't have said that now. Yeah. Bloody hell. It's shocking. By it, yeah. Absolutely well, shocking. It's. I suppose it's like we said, desensitization. It's. It's a huge problem. It is. Yeah. It's a massive yeah, problem. Right across the board. You know, I'd be kind of one, and I know you always say this to me, but and I'm not morbid, Katrina. I'm just interested. You're the grim reaper of morbid. I'm not, but you know when like there's breaking news about something mad that's happening somewhere or a terrorist attack or you know there's loads of different things that happen I'm always interested in how some will gain massive media and others will be like nope mm. do you know what I mean they just yeah, don't yeah. Get, like there was one I'd be very into researching these types of things and yeah it's morbid okay I admit but there was one that I hadn't even heard of there was a supermarket uh, massacre mm in July of this year that I hadn't even heard about yeah that's weird it's weird that like as to what actually makes the news now yeah you know there is a huge amount of desensitization. but even yeah. I see it with my friends and I know we're kind of gone off point but I see it with my friends you know if something serious is happening on the news they'll be like no turn it off can't be dealing with it today I just don't want to be stressed out yeah 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 you know and I get that to a certain degree but on the other hand I'm thinking why can't you What's going on that you can't sit with this and but process I s- it? I suppose, like, the other thing is, from someone that would be quite into positive mental health and everything, me, mm. I know that, like, watching too much of that would have a oh, huge absolutely. impact on me. Yeah. I'd be going around dragging my chin along the ground, like, do you totally. know what I mean? I get it. When you say, you know, too much, I totally get that. Um, it's just like, say, I find it interesting how the slightest thing might come on the TV and they're like, do you know what, no, I can't be listening yeah. to that negativity today. And I get it to a certain point, but on the other side then I'm thinking, right, well, that's not really going to help build coping skills. Mm-hmm. You know, isn't it better to be informed about things that are going on and be... Definitely, yeah, but yeah. I suppose it has to be at the right time in your life too. I guess so, yeah. Do you know? Yeah. It's relative-like, isn't it? I it mean, relative, you and me yeah. could sit down and read the same article or like watch the same programme and you would be like, yeah, I can't wait for the next bit. Because um, you're really into that stuff. And I'd be mm. kind of going, if I read one more of them now, I'd be cracking out the Kleenex like. Yeah, yeah it's true, yeah. It's totally different. Like. It's relative, yeah. Totally. So uh, I owned you there. You did. There you go. You brought me around. Thanks yeah. a million. That's usually your thing. Strip you, it back. You won that one. Thank mm-hmm. you for opening my mind. No problem. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs>
<laughs> Hope we get chocolate for that now later. No, <laughs> Speaking of which, I bought my first selection box yesterday. I know. It's going well. I've only eaten two bars out of it. But they're mini selection. What happened to the selection boxes that we used to get when we were kids? Do you remember these big gigantic yolks? Do you remember them? Oh no, I do. Yeah. Yeah, they were way bigger. Yeah, but they're like eight euro. This was oh right, so they're still they're still a thing. Oh, they are, yeah. Yeah, so it's just a version of the one you have there. Yeah, the Cadbury's one, but it's just bigger. Yeah. Oh, okay, because you know that they're downsizing magnums and bags of crisps and stuff. <laughs> I thought they did it to you the pure selection boxes, and I was like, oh my god, lousy. <laughs> no, I'm glad. I'm happy there. Okay, yeah. clarify that for you oh, as well. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what would you do without me? You're on form now today. I'm liking it. I am on form. Yeah. So while I'm on form. Um, did you see about the Indiana, um, what would you call them? Basically, it's bus drivers, school bus drivers. But the university there have, what are you laughing at? I'm not laughing at you. It's just when you said Indiana, I really wanted to go, Indiana. I don't oh know Oh my why. God, what am I dealing so, with? Go on. Um, but in Indiana, <laughs> they have started to train. They've started off with a dozen bus drivers and trained them on emotional support. Because, and they're right, like, that the first person pretty much other than the family to see kids in the morning is going to be a bus driver mm-hmm. the last person to see them in the evening is your bus driver definitely so they've they've trained them in like how to recognize signs of distress um interventions coping skills it's a great idea like isn't it it's it's very clever um yeah i think it's a really clever idea uh, because i think we don't utilize people in these positions enough Mm-hmm. So that bus drivers, um, just say, for example, they should also be trained in child protection. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, as you said, they are the first person seeing them in the morning. Chances are that person is going to notice something first. And if the teacher mm-hmm. notices the same thing and they both notice it together, it can be easier to tackle these things. But people in roles that people kind of take for granted, oh, you're a bus driver. That's an important job. Oh, huge. Like, yeah. I don't want to sound dramatic now, right? But my bus driver at school, I absolutely loved him. And he had such a huge impact on me. He mm. actually did. Um, because like that, from my, from the child's perspective, he was the first person, apart from my family, that I saw every day. And he was the first person to say good morning to me and have a great day mm-hmm. and pick me up and bring me home and see you tomorrow. He was just a lovely, lovely, lovely man. And they are so underestimated bus drivers. And like they're a constant figure too, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Yeah. You'll have to stand a bus driver for like five years. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's huge. You, and you can ask anybody on my bus. Ask them about Mikey. And Mikey. they will tell you. Yeah. I've visions your man. The loveliest man in the world. He really was. What was your man's name in The Simpsons? The bus driver. Otto. Otto. Yeah. I've visions of Otto being Mikey. No, no. Mikey, uh, he was my um, driving instructor as well. Oh, stop. I swear to God, yeah. And I remember the day he bought a new car a new driver's instructor's car mm. and he brought it to my house when I didn't even have a lesson and he goes I bought a new car and I wanted you to be the first one to drive it oh will you stop broke my heart he was such a nice man yeah he mm. was so lovely yeah it's kind of fitting because I don't know if you can hear the dogs in the background I'm glad we've talked about pets in this episode because yeah, yeah it's, it's fitting in quite well they're really going for each other aren't they yeah, totally totally and the other thing that the bus drivers have been trained in is bullying Great. and how to cope with it mm. because you would see a lot of that in buses and you see it all the time in movies as well when kids are being bullied a lot of them are targeted you see that in movies I don't know how true it is but a lot of them get targeted on the bus on the way home of course like because you have a mixture of ages as well mm. yeah. you know and she's oh what are you doing sitting there and that's my true. seat and you have the class acts that want the back seat and 
You know, you were one of them, weren't you? I was in the back you seat, were. yeah. Yeah, I, I'd be one of the ones that'd be at the front and told to get up. But I would have shared it, like... You see, our bus was nice. Mikey wouldn't have tolerated that kind of... kind of behaviour now. King Mikey, right? He is. No, I love him so much. <laughs> I really do. I miss him, actually. <laughs> Poor um, Mikey. We'll have to drag him down. I'm actually going to actually do that. I'm going to send him a Christmas card this year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Care of Nina Bus. Not Nina Bus. <laughs> Tell everybody where I live. <laughs> no, it was my school bus. So, Boris Kane. Care of Boris Kane school bus. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so lovely. Bless us and save us, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of lovely, um, Sharon Fitzmaurice, she's a regular interactor with Mental Health Hour. Mm-hmm. She has written a book. Go away. Did you know that? I did know that, but I'm trying to pretend like I didn't know that, so it gives you the anticipation you're looking for. You just spoilered it there. <laughs> Sorry to wreck your buzz. <laughs> um, but yeah, the book is called Someone Please Help Me. I did. So I did. Which I think is brilliant. Mm. Rather than looking for the f- kind of the solution outside yourself. Um, Sharon, pretty much from what I can gather, goes into the internal stuff. And there's Fast. a lot of um, what actually I think is very unique about this book is it comes with a 21 day gratitude journal. Wow. OK. That's a good idea, isn't it? And she goes through that in the book and she released a short video earlier this week. Um, Sorry, bang my hand off the table. That's why I kind of laughed there. <laughs> I got the look of death off Kayla. Don't make noises. No, you're always doing, do you know what else she's got a really bad habit of doing? You know when you have pages? Katrina mm-hmm. will just go right up to the microphone and go. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> what are you doing? Or you start tapping your foot or banging your knee off the table and, oh, I just can't cope. Well, I have to be banging something off the table putting up with you. True that. I'm not going to argue, like. It's a coping mechanism. Okay. I forgive you. Can't cope. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So anyway, Sharon's book is out the 8th of December and she's having a launch um, for that. So it's going to be a great event. And I just think it's great. It's an inward journey and it's about being self-aware and, oh, yeah, that was it. She's done a short video on it. You oh, should cool. log on to YouTube and look at it. I was in a heap. Really? Yeah, it goes into her own tough times and experience and it's very, very hard hitting. Okay. It resonates on a lot of levels. We might share it out tonight in the hour. Would love that, yeah. This has been Did. recorded on a Sunday for those of you because you probably won't hear it till next week but we'll share it out in tonight's Mental Health Hour. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, we did it last week as well but we'll do it again this week, you know. we do anything for you guys. <laughs> While you're talking about books there, right. I was thinking, right... What about every week if we gave the lads listening a book recommendation? Right, okay. We're going to have very different book recommendations, Kayla. Well, no. I have one now for this week that I think you'll appreciate as well. Girl on the Train. No. <laughs> Emotional Intelligence. Oh, that is a beaut. Yeah, it is a beaut of a book. Yes. Um, I'm I'm different to Katrina and that's why she was laughing. Mine are usually thrillers or murder mysteries or... Black covers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, current event kind of books are, are true crime. But the one kind of self-help book I did read, and it's not even really self-helpy, is it? No, it's Emotional Intelligence. Um, was Emotional Intelligence by Daniel Goleman. That book. Wow. Really blew me away now, I have to say. Yeah, it's it like doesn't just make you question your thoughts or whatever. It makes you question everything about yourself. Mm-hmm. Not even question it, but it makes you think about everything doesn't it reevaluate everything you've ever done and understand why you did it and then be able to move on quickly and say okay I'm not going to do it that way again Mm. and it helps you like I suppose 
redefine the whole like I suppose up to then I t- reading that book I thought that emotions define the way I have to react they don't no you can let them pass yeah do you know and that's the one thing that I took from it like I mean geez it's a huge book like I mean Massive. it's some door stopper if you used it like yeah. but it's it's golden it should be in every bookshelf I yeah. say that now and I don't have a copy <laughs> we took it out in the library yeah too. Um, it's not one of these books that you can kind of sit down and read in one kind of sitting the way I kind of got through it was I'd pick it up and take a chapter put it down pick it up take a different chapter and choose them at random Mm. Um, it's not like a book you have to start on page one and follow right through Um, I think it's easy enough to pick up that way um, and to figure out what's going on but there's a lot of information in there that I wish I actually wish I knew sooner and it would have taught me a lot about why I was having reactions that I was having to situations and now I feel better equipped to deal with situations and what age do you wish you knew that at? I really wish now it would have been a tough job to give someone but I really wish somebody had sat me down and made me read that at 13 12 or 13 to read the book to read the book or even just if they had photocopied bits out of it and just given it to me Um, because I think the older you get when you read that book the more regrets you have that's the way yeah. I felt anyway when I was reading it, I was going oh, wow okay so that's the way I reacted and that's why so if I'd have known that sooner mm. I would have felt that reaction building within myself and would have been able to stop it yeah 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 do you know what I mean okay but like do you think you'd have had the same reaction at that age if someone did a presentation on it if someone did a presentation um, I'm just thinking with the book at that age would you connect with the book I don't think so I probably wouldn't have I probably would have needed someone a mentor type mm. figure that was well versed in emotional intelligence to kind of dumb it down for me okay and to put it into practice I suppose um, like learning about the amygdala oh yeah that saved me that actually saved me yeah because mm. I wouldn't have the greatest patience or temper in certain stuff. Um, And when I learned about where that comes from, it was much easier for me to control. Oh, it's unreal. And you know what, actually, I was actually talking about that last night as well, the amygdala hijack. And it's from, it comes from Dr. Maddie Coyne, for me anyway, Mm because the way she describes it, and we should bring her on, she's going to be one of our first guest tweeters on, isn't she? Not tweeters, what? Guest speakers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I really would love to get her to talk a little bit about that, because... It really, it uncovers an entire new world. It sure does. You know, of, okay, I've reacted like this. I'm now mortified. Why did that happen? Yeah. It goes into that, you know, and mm-hmm. it's literally a hijack situation. It is. And I don't want to say too much more about that because we haven't got this, what would you say? The references to back it up. Or the credentials. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, as soon as possible, we will have, have Dr. Bailey on talking about that. But if, even if you're just interested yourself... Um, in emotional intelligence and what that's all about is if you actually go to Pinterest um, I love Pinterest I have boards for everything like that I but I've won trust emotional intelligence there's actually a load of stuff on there about that and especially for kids as well um, and how to sort of pave your way to success using emotional intelligence mm-hmm. um, because that's what they say you know that if you engage your emotional brain you will actually go a lot further than if you just use your intellectual brain boom yeah someone had the weed of oh sure. yeah you know that's how i roll so now that i like putting you on the spot right oh, and i no, like to do that I a lot do this. name three of your pinterest boards oh that's easy photography true crime and emotional intelligence that's an easy one 
I'd love to go in there and pick out the ugly ones. I bet you there's ones that there's aren't really that pretty. There's really ugly ones, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. really bad ones. Okay. okay. Whereas I'm more like, I've got one called Awake. Awake? Yeah. Okay. Why are you looking at me like that for? Like, awake as in I'm going to awake or I am awake? Well, the fact that you'd ask that question means you're not really awake, are you? Yeah, no, it means like, as in your awareness oh, capabilities. Okay, cool. You with me? Yeah, so you So are like, awake. I love the universe. Yeah, that okay. kind of stuff, yeah. Cool. Um... I have mental health, funny enough, and I have social care. Great. A couple of grotty ones in between. I have those as well, actually. Yeah. Name, okay, seeing as you're putting me on the spot, here we go. Name your most embarrassing Pinterest board. And don't <sighs> lie to me because I'll look them up. I actually can't think offhand. Um, I've loads on pets, but that's not embarrassing. No, that's not embarrassing. You see, anyone that knows me knows I'm not one to really get embarrassed. Okay, not that you'd be embarrassed by, but that I'd be embarrassed by if I owned it. If you owned it, probably yeah. awake. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, like, <laughs> mortified. <laughs> Anyone that comes in and was like, oh, your bookshelf's lovely, Kayla. And it's all, like, positivity. And she's like, this is not mine. No, no, no. 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 Couldn't. Hers is over there with the anorak on it. <laughs> do you know what we should do? Do you know what we should do? We should, for the listeners, take a picture of your bookcase and share it. And take a picture of mine. And see if they can guess whose is whose. Ah, come on now. Is that too easy? That's simple. Okay. Well, maybe we should share them anyway. Do you think people would be interested in that? No. Let, let them tell us. What do they think? Okay, cool. Let if us you know. want to see my bookcase, not a PM metaphor. Me, hon. <laughs> <laughs> Call 6969. 69. DM me, hon. XX. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so the name of today's one. DM me, hon. XX. Okay, totally. Yeah, today's podcast has been christened. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Courtney liked your retweet we have only five minutes left Wait, is that all only five minutes oh savage have you got anything oh my god I have so much Kayla that I want to talk about like pick okay. one and roll with it one I'm going to roll with is Mojo Rising okay mm-hmm. it's music dance comedy and oh there's another one on it but I can't think of it um, it's basically a festival in Dublin mm-hmm. and it's all around getting men to connect with each other yeah. and mental health and if they connect better then obviously they might discuss mental health a bit more um, this is on the what did I say the 19th of November from 7pm to 2am yeah it is in Liffey Street Lower in Dublin and it's to celebrate International Men's Day 2017 deadly it's, it's brilliant like I think yeah. it's a really good idea it's such a good idea and look anything that kind of it doesn't even have to be mental health related but anything that kind of brings people together so men in this instance is fantastic to say that they have some place to go mutual interest and maybe make some new friends I mean what more could you ask for oh totally totally and some of the acts lined up like are flipping they're unbelievable Paddy Casey Joe McNally Joe McNally she's a legend lads yeah she's she's a legend and a half is what yeah, she is she's very very I'm not really into comedy she is very very funny she's the type of girl you'd share a spice bag with she is yeah isn't actually. she yeah and a tub of curry sauce you would yeah, yeah 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 and you wouldn't be a bit shy about it like you dig straight in with no, her like she is she seems very down to earth um it's do you know what i love about her is she's so unpredictable i mean the first time mm. i heard her it was on 2fm it was on the chris and kira show um and she has this really d4 accent yeah so it's kind of like you know well-to-do posh part of dublin so i was like oh What's this dope going to be on about now? And I really it's an awful did. stereotypical I know. thing to say. I'm admitting it. I prejudged her. Well, she came out with the funniest stuff 
I had heard in a long time. So I took my prejudice and I had to swallow it. And I learned from it. She's hilarious. The stuff she comes out with is phenomenal. Oh, she is. She's literally genius. Like, I think she's fantastic. Yeah, and it's the accent makes it better. Because (sighs) she comes out with, like, really rude and crude stuff. She's uncensored. Oh, yeah. She'd be like me that way. Yeah. Yeah. Only she's, you're, you're a lot more innocent. You're calling me innocent. You are, you're very innocent. Lads, I'm not one bit innocent. You are, though. What was it the other day that we were talking about? We were with someone and we were talking about something. Don't embarrass oh, the girl yeah. in our life. Come I on. remember. I remember. We were talking in college about a prison, um, a certain prison in Ireland. And we were having a good discussion about it. And Katrina goes, where's that now? Have I been there before? <laughs> I mean, she had never heard of the most famous prison in Ireland. One of the most famous prisons in Ireland. I just thought if it was it's so that funny. famous, what's it called? I'm not going to. Oh say yeah, what it's called. Fair enough. I thought it was a place in Donegal. You go on your holidays. And how how long ago were you there now? And did you enjoy it? <laughs> and was there much nice food there? Now? Where did you eat? Oh, I just thought it was so funny. So funny. about that, guys. But um, yeah, no, I do, I do come up with priceless little things. I you should do. really start writing them down. They're yeah. very embarrassing, like Katrina isms. Katrina-isms. Mm. That's it. What are we doing time? Uh, yeah, we're just about finished now. So have you anything you want to say? Oh, that's so sad. Um, I suppose all I want to say is we're in Dublin this Thursday. We are. We'll be talking for 15 whole minutes on mental health hour at the Technology for Wellbeing conference. So if you can make it, we'd love to see you all. Um, and if you are there and you know us and you see us talking and you want to come up, please do. Um, come up and let us know who you are and we'll have a chat and we'll have a cup of coffee totally 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 so thanks guys for listening um, mm-hmm. just rattle on for another 30 minutes uh, yeah. let us know what you think and if you do like the podcast be sure to go on and like us um, subscribe and all that fun stuff we're on TuneIn we're on iTunes and we're on SoundCloud and Red Bull because we drink a can beforehand absolutely can you tell can you tell <laughs> bye bye